0: holding? Why are you holding I don't know. that E? I don't know. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs>
1: oh my goodness. If if, uh, if you couldn't tell at home, ladies and gentlemen, um, Andy's actually calling in from New York. Well, not well, not New York City. From New York.
2: Upstate New York, goddammit.
1: Upstate New York. Um, <laughs> yes. Hello. Uh, I'm Josh. This is the and Podcast. And with me, as always, is my good bearded friend, even when he's 3,000 miles away, Andy Foucault.
2: That's me, Josh. And let me tell you, I'm pissed off this week.
1: Well, before we, uh, before we get into that, actually, you know what, Andy, why are you
2: pissed off? I'll tell you why I'm pissed off, Josh. Apparently in upstate New York, the closest corner store is 10 minutes away by car at 55 miles an hour. So that's got to be <laughs> five miles to, to try to find a beer in this godforsaken hole in the earth. I, figure, I figured
1: it would have just been a dry county by now. <laughs>
2: It used to be uh, in the Puritan days and for, for two hundred years after that, but it's things are slowly <laughs> changing here. In
1: the Puritan days and two hundred years after
2: that. <laughs> yeah, it's very progressive here in, in this town. Yeah, you can find a tall
1: boy <laughs> if you drive fifty fucking miles.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh fuck's sake.
1: So what time is it there in uh beautiful New York?
2: It is eleven A no wait, sorry, two A two What the fuck time is it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's say it's 11 here, so I know it's not... Yeah, it's
2: 2 p.m. 2 p.m., sorry. 2 p.m.
1: (laughs) So it makes a little more sense for you to be drinking at 2 p.m. than it makes for me to be drinking at 11. But these are the sacrifices that I make to bring the Channarant audience the delicious audio goodies that they desire.
2: This is high-quality entertainment right here.
1: High-fucking-quality entertainment. Okay, speaking (laughs) of fucking... This is a Chandrite podcast. It is an explicit show, if you couldn't tell by now. So, if you are of the uh, sensitive ears, I'm going to give you five seconds to uh, fuck off and get out of here. Five, four, three, two, one.
0: Fuck! fuck.
1: Oh, man. Do you think, you think we still need to do the disclaimer? Do you think people have just figured it out by now?
2: um no i think we do
1: (laughs) yeah just just in case even though we usually swear well before we do the disclaimer nowadays
2: that's true we almost always do almost
1: always but real quick before we get into the topic of the day um listeners can review the show on itunes stitcher google whatever uh that helps us you can send us emails and you can record messages to be played on air send them to us channorant at gmail.com like us on facebook instagram twitter send us your butthole pics on snapchat and check out the Rant store at Chantorant.com. Buy some merch. Speaking of buying merch, um, big shout out to Mr. Teddy Hart, who uh, hooked himself up with some one of the six merch. It uh, helps. That money goes directly to hopefully replacing our Zoom H4 and also putting Bushmills in my stomach.
2: And occasional my uh, herpes medicine.
1: Occasionally, Fusco's. Horse-sized doses of penicillin. <laughs> so it's kind of a kind of a grab bag episode today, Fusco, because you're yeah. in New York. Um, we attempted to record this while you were still in town, but uh, we were blacked out, so it was completely awful. Luckily, we yeah, streamed it.
2: How did the second half of that go? By the Dude, way, I, I haven't have even no memory of yeah, it
1: whatsoever. Yeah, I haven't even listened to it. Um, we had we had Mickey <laughs> call in, and uh, he just like <laughs> he just refused <laughs> to answer questions. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so Mickey, uh, hey, like, good to have you on the show. What do you think about this? Eh. It's like, all right. Well, that's <laughs> making for some real fucking riveting radio, my friend.
2: <laughs> this should be bu- that. Maybe that should have been the secret ending that week. I don't
1: know. Uh, well, I still have the audio, so we can. uh <laughs> Speaking of the audio, hold on. We check the recorder.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's make sure we don't lose it. We this are time. currently
1: recording, ladies and gentlemen, because we're not streaming, so we'll be fucked. We have
2: no backup. <laughs> There's no.
1: That is our backup. <laughs> Um, so Fusco, you had an interesting, uh, interesting topic idea today. Do you want to do you want to explain that to our uh, beautiful, uh, hopefully slightly aroused listeners?
2: I'd be happy to, my friend. Um, so I was thinking, this is that time of year when uh, people change bands. Uh, you know, it's all the bands reset for the year. They're redoing their their music. They're changing sets, etc. A lot of people start to change bands, and uh, it occurred to me that. If somebody was to offer me to play in another band, what would entice me to actually want to go? Like, why would I want to do that? So I was just thinking we could have a discussion about, like, what do you look for in a band? If you're going to change or join a band, like, what turns you on, you know? So, I mean, assuming you had endless talent or whatever, you know, that's a different thing potentially. Which, of, we're course, which of course, we both,
1: we both do have endless <laughs> talent. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we could go anywhere, but we, we want to talk down to the listeners that are listening to this, the people that have, you know, less um, quality fingers that like you and me, but...
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm turning down offers at Field Marshall left and right.
2: I mean, uh, they've already won the Worlds and they still want to get better, and so they're asking you, like, Josh, how can we get better? Please help us.
1: Well, yeah, because they, they've won the Worlds. Now they want to win the uh, solar systems.
2: <laughs> the Mr. Universe pageant? Yeah, they want to they <laughs> win
1: the um, Milky Way Pipe Band Championships. <laughs>
2: I love this idea. Strangely <laughs> enough, the Milky
1: Way Pipe Band Championships hosted right here in Las Vegas.
2: <laughs> Brilliant.
1: In my in my backyard. <laughs> BYOB.
2: You know, uh, you know, speaking of Milky Way, that's the my nickname for my uh penis in college. Did you know that? What was the Milky Way? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, because it
2: uh <laughs> it delivered yeah? creamy white goodness. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Uh, i just i figured two, i figured it was because far and wide
1: i just figured it was because uh scientists needed large powerful optics to study it
2: <laughs> that too <laughs>
1: <laughs> just like the milky way galaxy so this is interesting because i know a lot of um a lot of people talk about well especially last season the topic of poaching was all over the place and I think that this yeah. is really this is really the flip side of that because poaching is the idea that, well, these big bands just keep, you know, snapping up all the players and making themselves bigger and the smaller bands can't cope. But from a player's perspective, it is usually the opportunity to travel more, compete more, play at that, that higher level that you're trying to get to. And I think that, um, you know, I think that that argument needs to be made.
2: Well, there's there's always the argument that, you know, well, you would assume that people would only take, a promotion if they're moving vertically, right up, as opposed to horizontal. Like, so why would somebody change bands, or or if you're moving, to do the same thing, or if
1: you're moving down to play in a service band?
2: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> if if you really want to do no work and play lots of really high profile funerals and things, dude, join let me band. let me let
1: me tell you. Like, I am so ready. I'm gonna I'm gonna quit my job. I'm gonna do police or fire, and I will be yep. like the fucking star bagpiper. <laughs> of the police and fire department like i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna do the physical or try out or any of that stuff i'm just gonna play pipes and be like well don't you need like one decent fucking player <laughs> just one yeah <laughs> the rest you i can be learn, like, i can learn the rest of that shit on the job like
2: <laughs> <laughs> you get a special pass because you yeah. can actually play especially if you're in the surprise fire department they definitely need a decent fire um, yeah absolutely apartment player jesus out there. I mean surprise Arizona.
1: I could I could uh, I could figure out how to work the hoses and shit. Like I'm I'm a fairly <laughs> I'm a fairly smart dude.
2: You work your hose every day so Dude, I I worked,
1: I worked my hose first thing this morning, man. I had a fucking <laughs> I, I had a, I woke up with an erection that could summon the fucking Bifrost this morning. It was amazing.
2: <laughs> Hold on. Where's my Where's my Where's my uh, record scratch sound? I don't have it. <laughs> you don't have your <laughs> soundboard, bitch. I don't I don't have my soundboard today, goddamn it. I am god now. Uh, Okay, let's pretend that this that the record scratch goes off. What?
0: <laughs> what the fuck
1: does that mean? No, dude, it's uh, come on, it's a it's a Thor reference. You know, he's someone to buy. Uh, for. That's that's the thing that can transport you to other planets.
2: Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm only a music nerd, not a fucking. See,
1: I'm in everything. Comic oh, oh, game. and actually, fuck you, because you're a fucking. You are way more than a music nerd, sir.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I'm not in the comic books. That's weren't the you, one. were you like I'm a fucking?
1: Not... weren't you like a fucking wow nerd?
2: Yeah, I'm, yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> were not you a fucking Dungeons and Dragons nerd? And like,
2: absolutely. Were you yeah, were yeah. you ever
1: a uh, were you ever a Magic the Gathering nerd?
2: No, I never. Not got into Magic. No, no yeah,
1: I never. I never got into the card games. I was always like a Star Wars nerd and then a comics nerd.
2: Yeah, like. I, the one thing I missed was comics. I never got into that. Oh man, the, our, us sci-fi nerds and like fantasy nerds looked down on the comic book nerds. Really? So, yeah, we got to beat those kids up. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I was just thinking that like the, the sci-fi the sci-fi nerds and like wow and Dungeons and Dragons nerds like that was just just to the left of the spectrum. Like the comic book nerds could still get laid. That was a thing.
2: Hmm. Maybe that's a West Coast thing because that it uh, certainly oh, yeah. wasn't an East Coast thing.
1: Really, the comic book nerds <laughs> yeah. were like a lower class of nerd on the East Coast. We're we're way off topic, well, by the way.
2: They definitely were, definitely were from my high school that I remember. I
1: apologize in advance for being off topic. It's just that um, <laughs> I'm drinking at eleven o'clock in the morning, and, <laughs> and I fucking and I fucking drank all night last night. So
2: here's a question: Where does the where do the music nerds fall in this in this scale? Do you think?
1: Um, okay, so when I was when I was a kid. Um, the music nerds. I wasn't a music nerd until recently, fairly recently uh, in the Rale. in the timeline. Like I, don't, I wasn't a music nerd until I was like sixteen. Right, right. But um, yeah, I think the music nerds were uh, slightly more unfuckable, like slightly more unfuckable than the than the comic nerds. But the sci fi nerds were like the most unfuckable of all.
2: See, <clears throat> I don't know about that because I'm thinking. I'm just thinking back now, but. The comic book nerds stuck to themselves, and there weren't that many of them, and they were mostly dudes, all dudes from what I remember. maybe your time frame's a little different, times were different, but uh in at least at music class half the half the band was girls, so at least you had a shot oh yeah well, I mean then, no you didn't want to, but at least actually it was now there. that I think <laughs> about
1: it though, like they do go on like band trips and stuff, so they probably were getting freaky oh
2: yeah they, yeah there remember, there, were,
1: there was probably some some finger diddles going on,
2: oh, I was just gonna say I do remember. Instant b- on the back of the bus, traveling to a parade with finger blasting some some broad, you know.
1: Yeah, well, like it's uh, and, and that was <laughs> and that was just uh, just a year ago on our way to the yeah. world, <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> and that broad was uh, John Boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit! Oh
1: shit! Okay, so wait, wait, what off. are we talking yeah, about? I have no fucking idea. Sorry, we got, we got off on a tangent there. Um, yeah, uh. <laughs> so we're talking about. Uh, changing 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 bands essentially oh, right yes <laughs> what a fucking what a what a fun thing this will be for you to edit
2: <laughs> uh, i can't wait well at least we have no sound effects no nothing so this should be no
1: producing. there's no guests this is this is this is chanarant in its purest form <laughs>
2: Channerant raw
1: like the original the original <laughs> form of chanarant was just no bullshit no streams just josh and andy getting drunk and shooting the shit
2: Two jerk offs and two microphones,
1: two jerk offs, jerking <laughs> off uh,
2: <laughs> so
1: okay, so we're talking about um changing bands this, it's that time yeah. of year where like the recruitment things have gone out, and sure F- Fusco have you, would you be would you be uh willing to disclose whether or not anyone has approached you
2: uh yeah. I, I won't say who, but yes, I have been approached to play in other bands.
1: You motherfuckers. For next year. See, I was approached, I was approached pre-season this year. Like, I uh-huh. was approached in, like, June. But I was not approached. Uh, I have not been approached yet. So maybe it's because I play my chanter on every episode. <laughs>
2: and I think just, it was after that last episode when yeah. we challenged Andrew to whatever the fuck The, we the grip thing?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> after after they heard me play Susan McCloud, they're like, never mind. We, no, uh, no, no. We don't need that guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no but i think i think the happened. only reason i think
1: the only reason bands want me to come play with them at the world is because i have a camera
2: <laughs> <You're just> like, <laughs> yeah they're like
1: will you take pictures <laughs> will you take some pictures will you do some will you do some of them like funny videos you do
2: isn't that what happened at the first contest last year when we went to ireland
1: yeah man i i fucking i was i was a photographer i was a jason's uniformed like, um, i was a uniformed photographer
2: jason's like will you carry the extra ross canister guts and your camera
1: dude i was a fucking pack mule at that event that was that was (laughs) an antrum and i and like oh like you know because because i didn't know both sets i only knew the msr and i was learning i was in the process of learning the medley and that event was the medley and so i'm like oh you know like I'll, i'll just you know play the play the center bands with you guys and like take pictures and whatever like no worries fusco you know keep fusco from shitting his pants too much yep and I fucking swear to God, never have I seen more accoutrement just like thrown at like people are just like, oh, here's my jacket, oh here's my here's my extra canister just in case, here's here's this fucking tuner, hold this, hold this, hold this. And I'm just like I'm like I'm I'm following you guys as you go into the circle, and I'm trying to like watch the performance and like <laughs> and like take photographs. And I've got sixty pounds of shit that's been offloaded on me of fucking water <laughs> bottles and fucking towels and fucking uh, Arnold's extra canister just in case he had to swap at the last minute. I was like, "What in the earth? What? What are we doing here? I needed a fucking <laughs> I needed a fucking trolley just to like load all that shit in and just push it around." And and the funny thing to me is everybody was in uniform, so where the fuck was all this shit coming from?
2: Right. <laughs> where were they hiding this
1: before dude they where were TV? they and this was like this was after <sighs> fucking john boy set his his spawn on fire with his fucking vape like oh my goodness <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so fuck what was the question
1: well we were talking <laughs> about uh traveling to other bands Fusco, are uh, you already drunk i mean it's 2 p.m and you only got a tall boy but yes honestly i feel like most of the time um If I get an offer, I'm never sure if it's because they want me to actually play or they want me to take photos and videos of their band. Which I'm okay either way.
2: Right. To be fair, I I don't. (laughs) I think the same thing. I wonder if it's people want me in their band because they think I'm fun and I drink a lot and I'll be like the fucking dancing bear or (laughs) like I don't know what. Which which you will you will be which I absolutely will do. I will do (laughs) stupid shit. You that's for sure. Uh, But I have no idea. Like. Because people, you know, we get those offers too. People want to come drink with us, and they want us to come out to their city or whatever and play or have, you know, just hang out with them or whatever. Like, we can't possibly keep up the charade forever, right? Like, <laughs> oh, 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 we're, not this, we're not this, we're not this much fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I would, I would argue that we are very fucking fun. Thank you very much. And I think that there are six listeners that would agree.
2: <laughs> well the six that have met us yeah absolutely.
1: yeah yeah the six the six um are usually fairly supportive but it's so funny because oh speaking of speaking of the six and speaking of traveling and speaking of competitions where are we at with the uh the photo that shall not be named
2: i have not gotten a recent update so i need to check on that
1: because that is gonna sh- that's gonna rock the pipe band world to its core
2: <laughs> yes it will it's gonna be amazing Nobody no people will wanna jump on board at that point. They'll wanna be on the show. Oh my god.
1: Oh yeah, no, it's it's gonna it's gonna really <laughs> it'll sky <laughs> it'll skyrocket us past the uh what were we at now? eighteen thousand downloads?
2: Eighteen thousand, yeah, the eighteen five or something like that. That's yeah. not
1: too that's not too shabby, man. Can you could you imagine think back to February. When, yeah, let's um, to, let's
2: toot our own horn for a second. Uh, when, we,
1: when we pitched this stupid fucking idea of a bagpiping podcast revolving mainly around dick jokes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, very little around bagpipes, but at least...
1: A bagpiping podcast with very little bagpipes involved.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, w- <laughs> I was hoping my best case scenario was like 100 downloads a week. That was what I was thinking would be a success, <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude. My, my best case scenario was I wanted to make it to like a year's worth of episodes.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah. like people don't shut us down within a year.
1: <laughs> yeah, like if, if we can make it, if we can make it through a whole year of doing the show, um, then it'll take Grace No Vortex like six years to catch up. So we'll be fine. <laughs> we'll
0: be we fine. Could take, we could just we take a, take a break long, at that point. we could take a
1: long vacation at that point. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, man, it's crazy. So okay, Fusco. Yes, sir. So you've gotten some offers. I have. What do you look for in an offer to travel and play as a, as a, uh, as a townie for a band?
2: Hmm. That is a great question. Um, well, wow. I don't think I would look so much for somebody that's going to the worlds necessarily, or somebody that's like, competing for the first place in the world's in their grade i don't think that necessarily would jump get me on board i I think i would need to be in a group that i I think most important i would want to enjoy it like have fun because if i'm going to go through that trouble i'm going to want to be there yeah i want to hang out with people you know so i'm going to want to be around people that i like and that sort of thing because you know some bands are a little
1: uh, a little up their own ass like we don't have to pull punches this is chanaramp bro
2: (laughs) (laughs) well i'm just thinking like how to describe it exactly, but yeah, you know, I, I want to have, I want to have a good time, basically, and I, I'll take care of the music and stuff for the most part. You know, I just want to enjoy it so <laughs> for I the most know. part, <laughs> <laughs> unless I lose my, you know, I shit myself and then it, you know, <laughs> unless hell,
1: you uh, unless you shit your kill. <laughs> you know, I've I've heard that the trick is um, to just not wear underpants, and then if you got to shit, it just goes straight down. You're good.
2: Yeah, it's just squat, and then it's on your legs. But
1: <laughs> just just uh, just spackle some grass somewhere. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, what ho- that's what hoes were designed yeah. for, didn't you know? Yeah, that's what ho- they're, they're they're
1: keep, they're they They're keeping p- the shit off your shins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why else would you wear such ridiculous socks? I don't even um, know.
1: It's to it's to hide our bony knees, bro.
2: <laughs> but they don't even cover the knees. They they cover our terrible calves. Apparently, I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, most I, I think most pipers skip leg day.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, well, I don't know. What do you think? What would you? What would entice you to want to play with somebody else
1: uh, i mean if i'm if i'm being completely honest uh don't be wrong i'd love to say that i'm in it for the music and the integrity and um really trying to better myself as a player but if i'm being brutally honest as i usually am on the channel podcast it, i'm doing it for the sesh like let's let's be real right um i yeah. i want to i want to have fun like i want to travel i want to meet new people i would i would play with a different band every fucking year if i'm if it meant I got to go to different places in the world.
2: Right. Except Blaggan, You don't want to go there.
1: No, no. I don't want to go to Balagan. I don't want to go to uh, Police Scotland Fife either.
2: No, Police Scotland Glasgow, you mean.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that, them too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fife is the good one.
1: <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, I think I think for me, a lot of it's because when you look at it, I mean, it is a fucking investment.
2: Oh, big time. Yeah. It's an
1: investment of time. It is an investment of money. It is an investment of just soul <laughs> to, to, to to pick up a whole a band's other a whole other band's music and then travel and then compete and then stay in the places that, that the band lives, you know. Are you one of the six then fucking let everybody know. Get your merch at channorant.com and rock it to your nearest Highland Games, open solo competition, or the World Pipe Band Championships. Shit, dude, take a picture and send it to us. We will post that motherfucker. Woo! So, Busco, um, yes, we've, we've talked before on the show about our experience um, going to Northern Ireland to go play with the the Breest. Right. Hashtag yeah. Team Breest. What up, y'all? But uh, that was that was my first experience um, being kind of recruited out of the country to go play with a band. You have you have been recruited. Um, actually, you've had experience even when you were a shitty player being recruited to go to worlds and to go to different contests. Uh, do you want you want to talk about that a little bit?
2: That's correct. I have. Um <laughs> well, it was like another one of those bands merging for the benefit of both bands which ended up fucking us in the end in the long term. But well, it, um, it
1: happens every time.
2: Yeah, it always seems to happen to us, which is funny, but um yeah, no, back in I don't know, 2003 or so, something like that, we merged with a band called Misty Isle out of California where i forget how it worked exactly but you know some of our better players played with them and they were going to the worlds in 2004 so some of us that wanted to go with them were allowed to do that you know so it was myself and i believe myself graham and bryce were the only ones actually going like pulling a trigger and buying plane tickets and all that so there were other people that were playing with them in competition locally but not they didn't travel to the worlds with them. So, but that was my first world's experience as well in 2004 with those guys. Um, and, uh, if, well, I mean, the, I don't know how it all came about. Cause I was pretty new at the time. Danny, the pipe major at the time had, uh, made that happen. And, uh, you know, their, their people would come out to Vegas and practice with us. And then we go to California and practice with them and you know that sort of thing. And, uh, it was interesting. It was a good experience, obviously, for a newer player to be able to go do that sort of thing. Um, we got to go to the worlds. We stayed in like the college dorms in Sterling. You know, it was, it was a great, great party <laughs> for sure. <laughs> a, good, a Good sesh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, met some cool people. You know, as you said earlier, like the the best part was just meeting people. That's kind of where I started to learn that the pipe band world community is fucking fascinating, and that you meet all kinds of people and do all kinds of stupid shit <laughs> in the name of bagpipes. Of course. Always so. in the name of pipes. <laughs> but yeah, man, that was a that was a great time for sure. Now now
1: is this is this the same time that uh you were abandoned? Is this the same yes. trip?
2: I was I was just gonna say that, yeah. <laughs> it's the same trip that Graham abandoned me in a hotel in the middle of fucking Glasgow. <laughs>
1: you you want to tell that story to our listeners?
2: <laughs> well yeah sure and uh the night of of the world, like the night after the worlds, I guess when everybody goes out, we were at park bar. I don't even know where we were at. Cause I didn't know the names of places at the time. But we were at some bar where all the, all the good players went afterwards and everybody's hanging out and pipes oh, are being that's, passed around. That's gotta around be, that's gotta like- be fucking Todd's, right? It could be Todd's. I don't even remember at this. It sounds like it would be. So at some point <laughs> we're just hammered out of mind. I'm hanging out with a guy named Chris Brandon, who is a good uh, friend of mine from the Misty days and also the Seamus Coin days. But we're hanging out. Him and I are drinking our asses off and whatnot. And uh, Graham tries to send us home because we're just drunk as shit. So he tries to put us in a cab to get into a ho- to take us to our uh, ho- our dorm. So I jump in the cab, and then while we're in the cab, I figure out Graham's trying to ditch us. So right before the cab takes off, I jump out, <laughs> and Chris is stuck in the cab. He, he's drunk. He doesn't <laughs> know what's going on. Gone. So he pulls away, and he's by himself. Right. And you just see him looking out the back window of the cab, like, "What's
1: happening?" It's like, the, it's like Macaulay Culkin and fucking Home Alone, just like, oh, that's
2: <laughs> exactly what it looked like. It was like a sad dog face, you know, looking out the back of the window. It was so fucking funny. I'm like, I, I guess I'm staying here. I'm gonna follow Graham wherever he goes. Right. So we end up going like nightclubbing and shit. I don't even, I don't even know. We ended up in nightclubs. I passed out in some bar and they threw us out because I passed out in, seat, in the seats of some bar.
1: Now, now, were you were you kitted up at the time?
2: No, we had changed. Okay, after the, thank yeah. goodness. So, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so, at some point, we end up in a uh, hotel in Glasgow because we it was too late to get trains back to our town or whatever it was. I don't know. I don't remember any of that. So I just remember waking up the next day because I, I know, you know I was. You there know, for with a grand. person,
1: for a person that uh, grew up on the East Coast, your your uh, knowledge and capability with public transportation is severely lacking. <laughs>
2: Again, I'm not from New York City. There's no public transportation where I live. <laughs> public transportation is my legs. Public transportation <laughs> was like a tractor
1: with a fucking wagon behind it.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we wake up in this hotel with next to this guy named Gary, who was also in the band. And he's like fucking naked. Well, he had underwear on, but... So this guy
1: definitely fucked you.
2: It could have been. I don't know. <laughs> so I wake up and graham's there it's just him and i and it, we've never been there before graham's been to glasgow lots of time he's you know he's a uh he's
1: British. a well, liver
2: yeah exactly so <laughs> we're like where the fuck are we like where's graham we're like looking around the hotel for him maybe he went to get breakfast he's nowhere to be found and uh <laughs> so we're like well do we wait for him what do we do so we end up trying to find our way back to a train to get back to the town of sterling which is just not close to glasgow it's an hour train ride or something well maybe not an hour i could be exaggerating but we end up getting back hours later and walk in the dorm and graham's st- sitting there in like the common room like hey fellas look at you i'm like you motherfucker you left us <laughs> in the middle of glasgow we didn't know we don't know where we are. we don't know anything we've never been here before why would you leave us
1: this is this was, like, and to put it to put it into perspective for some of our listeners this was like pre-google maps dude
2: Oh, absolutely. This is pre-internet on your, well, yeah, pre-internet on your phone. You had texting, but that was it, I think, if I remember correctly.
1: (laughs) This was was pre-smartphone. Yeah,
2: Yeah, this is us, like, asking cops, like, which way to Sterling, essentially. And they (laughs) they look at you, like, they're going to fucking Like, like, are you you fucking kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) You fucking Uh, yank. So I come to find out, there's another funny part of that story, that Chris, the guy we left behind in the cab, gets the cab to the train station that night, and he's drunk out of his mind. So he ends up passing out at the train station. Now, these are all outdoor stone buildings. Yeah, like, yeah. He, There's no indoors to them. And he's just passed out sitting on the wall. And a cop comes by. A copper comes by. <laughs> and they just put him on a train. They didn't even know where he was going they were like trying to figure out where he's going it's like they put him on you, a train
1: you don't you don't have to go home but you can't stay here
2: <laughs> exactly correct <laughs> <laughs> so who knows wh- where he took that train to how far strangely, it a circle strangely was.
1: enough that's exactly what we do with the homeless in in Las Vegas <laughs> we just put him on a bus to California
2: <laughs> that's you know that's that's actually true Eric has told me many a story where they put um, him on a bus to Arizona absolutely lootly <laughs> <laughs> they give him 20 bucks they buy the plane ticket and they say uh, uh, good luck catch you later good luck making it back <laughs> That actually happens. That's funny. So yeah, that was our experience with Graham ditching us. That was that was awesome. I that that's when I knew that he was not out to uh, he was not on your side. Generally speaking.
1: Oh no. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> you have to keep in mind too. In in that point, I think it was uh, it was just every man for himself.
2: Yeah, but, but we already stayed in the hotel room. Why ditch us the next morning? I, the damage had been done.
1: So this is point. this is um. This is, there's a great parallel, and I I don't know if we've told this story on the podcast before. But uh, there's a great parallel of Fusco being completely fucking lost in Glasgow <laughs> to to the most recent trip we had <laughs> where uh, you woke up you woke up in a room that was not your own and had no fucking idea how to get back to the hotel.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we told that story in great detail in uh, Dirtbag Olympics Part 2. Oh, that was Dirtbag. Me.
1: That was Dirtbag Olympics Part 2.
2: Yeah, which reminds me, uh, we need to put out a call for stories for Dirtbag Dirtbag Olympics Part Three,
1: dude. Dirtbag Olympics Part Three might be the worst Dirtbag Olympics we've ever done.
2: It's, it's got to be. How do you beat that McDonald's? Story? <laughs> the
1: McDonald's story was was <laughs> killer. So if you if you have stories, we're we're probably we got we have time. We have a couple weeks before we're gonna do Dirtbag Olympics Part Three. So if you have stories that you would like to submit for Dirtbag Olympics Part Three send them to us chantorant at com. we will uh, omit names to protect those involved but you know that's half the fun half the fun of the pipe band world is uh, all the crazy shit we get into
2: right absolutely <clears throat> which kind of brings us back to our original topic of uh, like what would interest you in changing bands but that also reminds me of you know pipe band is an adventure you know the adventures you get into thanks to your association with these crazy people yeah absolutely <laughs> you know? There was a meme floating around recently about you know uh, you know pipe band gets me into I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't have seen half the things I've seen if it wasn't for pipe band or something like that I forget what it was exactly but basically that so, which is very true we get into a lot of uh, interesting shenanigans thanks to bagpipes so and I can I can uh, think
1: of a couple stories that I don't think we I can think of a couple stories off the top of my head from from a couple of pipers I know that we definitely haven't used on Dirtbag Olympics so I might have to like reach out to them and say hey will you write that up and send it to us.
2: Yeah, we definitely should. Is it is it is it interesting? <laughs> this
1: is kind of a this is kind of a weird podcast parallel, but um like Big Rab, our Pooh Bear, our friend, it takes him um potentially weeks or months to put together a comprehensive uh podcast on judging and like the the issues that are raised with judging in in the associations right now. And we spend that same amount of time just to accumulate a bunch of stories of people fucking. <laughs>
2: uh, I think you guys, people get the difference between our two podcasts. Yeah. That is a great example
1: <laughs> of the different, like Big Rab will put a month into a judging episode and we will put a month into Dirtbag Olympics part three.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> we gotta dude. we gotta start we gotta start like actually doing you know the big grab the big grab show awards are coming up they are do we we, we don't qualify for any of these right like there's no
2: way um well he's got best social media although we haven't done much this year yeah as but, far as las vegas or the band shall not be but me. i
1: but i uh i stopped applying for the best social media award when they gave it to themselves last year
2: yeah, that was a bit shitty. You should take yourself out of that running. <laughs> yeah, like like
1: I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Uh, okay, let's let's do the Channerant Awards. <laughs> we'll do the the <laughs> Podcast Awards 2018. Guess um, what? We categories categories include best backpiping podcast, um, biggest dick on on the radio. Um, what else? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Guess what? Biggest.
1: We're gonna we're gonna win them all.
2: Brassiest balls, yeah. Uh,
1: well, brassiest balls would have to go to Mister Mister Lennox for sure.
2: <laughs> no, we got to win everything, just just to spite him.
1: Okay, okay. So here here is a here is a push to the listeners. The six, because when the six band together, anything is possible. Absolutely. Um, go to the Big Rab Show Awards post, and you email in your picks to bigramshow@gmail.com. And you have to email them. You must. Email you him. have to email them. BigRabShow at gmail.com. The categories are most improved band, best flourishing tenders, best venue, most emotional moment, best dressed, best beard, coolest bass drum, coolest drums, best concert live performance, band of the year, drum major of the year, best social media, Big Rab Show Legend Award. Submit Chan-A-Rant for all of them.
2: Yes, everyone.
1: Every Just single crash. category. We talk about. We talk it. about breaking Rab's inbox. Let's do this. <laughs>
2: And the only one that'll actually be legitimate is Best Beard. I I should have won that years ago, but whatever. See, I'm
1: thinking Big Rab I'm Show bitter. I'm thinking Big grab Show Legend Award. You know, I mean
2: Yeah, that's that should definitely be us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I would love to win I would love to win best flourishing tenors. So actually let's do that. Let's do this. Only submit votes that are best flourishing tenors for Channorant. Because it makes absolutely no fucking sense.
2: That would be great. Yeah, just to win one that doesn't make any sense. And yeah. he's gotta go by, right? He
1: I mean he's got he's got to. Like if we get if we get seven hundred fucking votes for us, then we yeah, are then we are officially the best flourishing tenors yeah. according to the big rap show.
2: Keep in mind these types of um BS award shows are just popularity contests, so let's let's win this one. Let's win it for the Gipper.
1: Yeah, man, absolutely. Like let's do it for the six. <laughs> <laughs>
2: If we win, I'll tell you this. If we win anything, if we win any of I'll, this is what I'll do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I, I'm pretty sure that you're still owe you owe the audience an ass tattoo. So
2: <laughs> it's 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 coming. It's coming. If we win, if we win any anyone whatsoever, I will put the lo, the banner shall not be named in contest in Vegas in yellow flashes.
0: Oh,
1: you're a monster. You're you're a rat bastard, Charlie Brown.
2: The the entire band will be wearing yellow flashes. None of them will know what it means because none of them listen to this show. Uh, Well, a couple of them do. God, I I I hope not. (laughs) They'll be like, "Why are we changing our flashes this year?"
1: Don't worry about it. it. Awesome. Yeah, don't worry about it. (laughs) Yellow flashes are all the fucking rage. (laughs) Uh. So yeah, submit Channerant to the Big Grab Show Awards um, for something that we that makes no sense.
2: Yeah, especially, it, yeah, it doesn't matter what we win. We win anything, I will Dude,
1: if we, if we win anything, I will fucking, I, I, I don't even know what I'll do. I'll, I'll I would keep... say
2: I'd shit myself, but I do that anyway. Yeah, so. I'm about to say,
1: yeah, you do that <laughs> usually very, very loudly on the show. Oh, yeah. So, Fusco. Yeah. What, um, kind of circling back around to the topic, when it comes to traveling, to perform when it comes to putting that investment and in play with a different band? Is it really just the sesh? Is that all you're about? What, 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 uh, what takes you from six to midnight when it, when it comes to a band besides yellow flashes?
2: Well, I, th- for me, it's not just the sesh. I would like to be in a band with good people that I enjoy being around. Obviously not, they couldn't be too serious, you know, but like I, I do enjoy playing good music, obviously. Um, so, you know, last year when we traveled, I very much enjoyed playing with that band because they were playing very good music compared to what we're used to.
1: You know? Oh, I mean, it was brilliant, yeah.
2: So regardless of how the results went, it was a good time just being in a slightly, well, not slightly, much better band than we're used to and, and just sort of going along for the ride. Like, not having any responsibilities whatsoever other than knowing the music and being... You know, the idiots with the giant flask and stuff, you know? Yeah, no, it was, it was
1: great to just, like, show up, and show up and do your job.
2: Yeah, and just play and not have to worry about anything. Eat some scones and drink some beers <clears> and whatever the fuck else. Fucking so, But, like, playing their medley, their medley was a lot of fun. Like, that first practice, I remember, like, getting having that tingly feeling when I jumped in and played that, you know, their opener with them. And it was like, fuck, this is awesome. So, you know, a slightly higher level in the grade threes or higher really turns me on because the tone is so good for the most part. And, um, it's just a lot of fun to do that. So that, that's also important to me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go in a grade four B band unless it was my own band. I would never go through the trouble for that. It wouldn't, I don't care how good the session is. It wouldn't be worth it to me. I could find the same in a slightly higher band, you know? But for me, that's what it would be. I mean, is, is there anything else for you? Or is it just the party?
1: I mean, I enjoy the party. I definitely enjoy, um, like you said, I enjoy the idea of showing up and not having to be the best person in the room. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the idea that if you are the best, whatever it is, best, smartest, whatever, like if you are the top of the room, you're in the wrong fucking room. Right, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, like you know i enjoyed i enjoyed being and and if i'm being completely honest like in that band, I was probably not not like the bottom, but i was i was to the lower end of the spectrum of that band performance wise, and yeah. you know it it boosted me up like it made me it got me fucking got me going, you know, and i had to I had to work at it, which I appreciated and and it's not a thing that I get a lot here,
2: yeah, absolutely <clears throat> I've noticed that just with um well, it's, it's interesting when you're around people that are like just me being here this week, for example, hanging out with Andrew Douglas the other day, like just seeing his office where he does his work and like e- even just watching his video production, I watched a little bit of sort of his back behind the scenes stuff. Like that makes me want to do this stuff better. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, it's absolutely. Just, so in piping, it's the same thing. Like hanging out when Jack Lee comes to town, like I don't really, I'm just doing the same shit we always do that I've known for a year. But, like, he, just being around him makes me want to stand a little straighter, you know? Yeah. So, being around people that are, like, slight, slightly better than you or whatever just makes you want to do it a little bit more, you know, or whatever. So, there's definitely that factor for sure.
1: Well, and it's important, too, because, like, I mean, like, for me, when we have when we have an instructor that comes to town, um, I, I really try never to miss it because it does. Like, it makes you stand a little straighter and, like... It's not just that it helps my playing and it's a rare opportunity for me to get comments and critiques on my playing which I don't get a lot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I get to I get to like kind of uh absorb some of the teaching style and some of the leading style of these people too.
2: Yeah, that too for which sure. Which is which
1: is huge for me. I mean, I I try to be way less of a cunt after watching Jack Lee lead <laughs> because yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, because he has a way. He has a way of um, just getting results that's different than what I what I would normally go to. Granted, yeah, so I mean, <laughs> funny funny story that I don't know if we've mentioned on the podcast. Like, that's why I will drag myself to a Jack Lee practice even if I am fucking dying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's play some hero music. Josh is going to tell you why. He's a hero. <laughs> yeah, there's
1: no hero music here, no. I w-
2: I tell you what, though. See, every time we air dirty laundry, we get in trouble. But uh, what the fuck, this is our lives. I was—I don't know if proud is the right word, but I I gave you a lot of credit for showing up that day because I know how fucking sick you were, dude. And then (laughs) we had we had a couple people in the band like not show up for various fucking reasons, and I'm just like. How could you possibly miss this? Jack fucking Lee is here, and you're going to miss this? Are you Dude, kidding me? Right the, now, the for only, stupid.
1: The only reason, well. the only reason that I missed, <laughs> the only reason I missed the first day is because I was literally in like I was five hundred miles away.
2: Well, you were. Yeah, I know you were coming home from work. The first, we had two days for that purpose. Yeah, you know, some people were going to miss, but like there was baseball.
1: no, there was no fucking way I was going to miss that Tuesday. <laughs> there was no way.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. I it was, that that blew my mind. That like. Somebody wouldn't come for you know. I mean, and then there were people that came both days. So there's and I only I only
1: had to step out of the circle to go yak once, which isn't too bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you didn't mention it, which was great. You just sat, you just came in, you sat there. You, you look sick, but nobody, you know, <laughs> dude, you yeah. know, you ran out of the room at one point, and everybody's like, "What's up with Josh?" I'm like, "Ah, uh, he's got food poisoning. I think he's throwing up." They're like, "What, <laughs> <laughs> dude?
1: If you like, don't you're, worry about it, he'll be fine." Yeah, <laughs> if you're gonna be a bear, you got to be a fucking grizzly, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. but that's another question, like. I found that leading by example does not work, or so it seems, because no matter what you do, people just do whatever they want anyway. But I was thinking, like at that moment, is it a good? Would it have been better to tell people what was going on with you as an example, or does it not even fucking matter because people are going to do what they want anyway? They end up doing what they want anyway.
1: I don't think it fucking matters. Yeah, like I really don't think it matters. I mean, the thing for me is like when, and I've I've adapted to this now, but. For the most part, when I'm at practice now, um, unless I'm specifically asked something, I don't say shit. (laughs) I just. (laughs) I I show up and I play (laughs) and and then I leave. Yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of that same thing where it's like, yeah, like, no, you know, I. Like, you knew. You knew what I. What was going on with me. So Mm -hmm. if I have to, like, jump out of the circle, you're not going to fucking beat me over the head about it.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah. But. But but it's interesting what. I wonder what other people think about that when they're motivating their own or trying to motivate their own players I mean I mean if you want to
1: you want to play the fucking Josh McGeckern hero music like I I fucking played the worlds with a fucked ankle dude that thing was huge <laughs> oh, I'm definitely gonna edit in
2: some shit right here <laughs> and edit in some <laughs> edit in some hero music
1: you do you remember do you remember how fucking wide my gilly was <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no, I remember, dude. Your ankle was fucked. It was totally fucked <laughs> <laughs> because I like was pushing
1: because <laughs> I was pushing some drunk ass and the girl he was trying to fucking uh, pull up up a goddamn hill in a shopping cart in Cookstown. That, that,
2: that was your idea, if I remember correctly. No, I, I don't I, remember anything. Dude, so who knows? Yeah, I'm about to say any,
1: anything that's a bad <laughs> idea was probably my idea.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That was just a terrible idea. And, and then the shopping cart fell over and fucking doubled <laughs> everybody out. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous, but. I'll give you uh, credit, you did do that. You did you did wins about that quite a bit, but you know, dude, you still I was up
1: fucking dying. Die- I was <laughs> and like the thing is like you can't get like proper painkillers in uh in Northern Ireland. Like they have they have like a different thing from what we have here. That they do. And so I was like just I was like on a like a six times dose of their their weak ass shit just to like and, and like I'm like occasionally sipping a flask. I'm just like fuck. Like, alright, we're good, we're good.
2: I remember thinking the same thing because I had to get Dramamine. I brought Dramamine from the U.S. while I was heading over there because I get motion sick, and it worked great. And then when I ran out of ours and I had to buy theirs, I'm like, Dude, I don't even. It was it, awful. It was like a. It did not. It was like this is terrible. What? How many of these I have to take? <laughs> Throwing up all over the place.
1: <laughs> yeah, like they they gave me they gave me their painkillers, and I was like, uh, can I have like 15 more? Because this is not going to do it.
2: Yeah, it's like are there doctors in this country? What is <laughs> dude, happening?
1: Just give me a just give me a morphine <laughs> shot right to the fucking ankle.
2: <laughs> oh dude that was awesome. It's So fucking funny.
1: Great fucking set though. Great <laughs> fucking thinking, set.
2: We're thinking we're going to carry you into the goddamn circle, you know?
1: I don't know. Dude, fuck that shit. I I was I would I came fucking thousands of miles. I'm fucking I was going to march it and play. I don't give a shit.
2: <laughs> oh shit.
1: And then I, so, I uh, yeah, did my job, dude. Fucking stood and played, and it was it was good set.
2: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that good. Jason yelled at us anyway, but either way, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let, let me let me put it this way. Here, here's how most of those sets went. It, there were the times where I was the one that fucked it up, and there were times where I wasn't.
2: Right, exactly.
1: Like the port, I fucked it up for sure. Yeah, the port, the port, I just uh, I. I gang raped that set. Like, it was bad.
2: <laughs> you gang raped a set by yourself?
1: <laughs> but then again, I also, I also said at the port, don't play me.
2: <laughs> that's, that's true. It was like, this is not going well. I'm having a bad day. <laughs> I was
1: having a shit day. <sighs> yeah. But, uh, but Worlds and the rest of them, man, I fucking... Dude, I... Like I said, I, I walked out with a raging erection.
2: Yeah. No, I think we... Well, I think we played well those last two... Con- well, the Worlds and... Which one?
1: worlds worlds was uh dope moira was fantastic dumbarton right. dumbarton was my first i think i think that was the first time i played was dumbarton
2: yeah it was yeah
1: and i was just like so happy not to be the one that fucked it up
2: oh right 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 <laughs> it was so interesting actually being on the receiving end of jason being mad and yelling at us because that's usually me doing that and but i genuinely is it is that, my, is that the right? word? genuinely feel bad when, like, he's like, "Fuck, that sucked." I'm like, "Shit, was it me? Could I have done something different?" Like, I have no idea. Like, I uh, Like, what could I have done different? You know?
1: <laughs> yeah. No. And, I was. Uh, I was in the zone, man. I was. I was in the zone. I'm just like, I know. I know it's not me yet. It's not me yet. It's not me yet. Like.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, it was. It's an, it's an interesting perspective. Well, when I had the thing too,
1: where you were, you were, the, you were on the, you were the anchor over by Bert.
2: I was for like a week, and then he moved me back.
1: I was, I, every single contest, I was immediately to the left of the pipe major. Mm-hmm. So if I fucked up.
2: Yeah, that he, sucks. He, that's a shitty spot. If
1: I, if I fucked up, he fucking knew it. So <laughs> I, I was working pretty hard not to be the one that fucked it up. It, it's like, yeah. it's like the old thing that I used to always say uh, when it comes to like solo contests or like pipe band contests. It's like, it's like outrunning a bear. You're never going to outrun the bear. You just got to outrun the person next to you.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: That's all it is.
2: <laughs> that's one way to think about it.
1: <laughs> like if everybody if everybody has the mentality of I'm not gonna be the one to fuck it up, then you're golden.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: So we we've been all over the place on this one.
2: We have, yeah. It's
1: a, it's a grab bag episode. It happens.
2: I, I, to be fair, most of our episodes are all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: Oh god damn it. <laughs> God damn it!
2: Ah, uh, you're fucking with me now. <laughs> yeah, you could tell. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that was not nearly as there was not enough fear in your voice. You were was, <laughs>
1: there wasn't that grave concern.
2: <laughs> like I could tell from the, last week when you told me about this. Like I was in the other room in the bathroom.
1: Yeah, you you went to the and I could tell
2: I could tell from there. Like and you, you came back
1: and I said I was just dead in the eyes. I was like, oh my god.
2: No, no, you yelled to me. I was in the bathroom. You're like, oh my god, Fusco. I'm like, oh god, what did you do? Like I knew it was for real. <laughs> Which reminds me, we should give a shout out to our boy Ray the Piper for saving us last week and uh, ripping the audio from the Facebook stream. Yeah, man, dude, the six <laughs> the six
1: really came together and uh, helped us out. So, let's yeah. go. We're we're on the topic of um, traveling and playing, but we do have a couple things. Uh, actually, we have this clip. Oh yeah, and um, I don't, I don't really know how to how to preface. <laughs> how to, how to I, preface I wouldn't this even. Clip.
2: I wouldn't even. I would just play it. Don't even introduce okay. it. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, so we're not going to say who it is.
2: Oh, we will at the end.
1: For we'll sure. say who. It, we'll say who it is at the end. So we're just okay. gonna we're gonna play this one for listeners, and I might have to like fudge around with the computer audio. So, um, yeah, I'll I'll let you know when we're when we're back in. Okay. Think that's probably plenty.
2: <laughs> Did you get to the like chorus?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean <laughs> God, I hope he got paid for this.
2: I do too. <laughs> <laughs> so this
1: is that was that was actually a clip of a friend of the show, um, Eric, who wrote the Channorant's uh Chain jig.
2: Yeah, Eric uh, Evanhouse, one of the original six.
1: Dude, one of one of the OG 6, he wrote he wrote a tune for Big Grab recently too.
2: He did. Yeah, he's, oh, speaking, he's a tune writing
1: monster. Speaking of the uh, speaking of the chain of rant fucking jig, what where are we at with Brad? Do we need to have him back on the show just to chastise him for not getting our fucking intro music?
2: We might have to. I haven't uh, talked to him in a while about it, but we might have to try that.
1: Just be like, "Hey, where where the fuck is it, dude?" <laughs>
2: Uh, so hold on, uh, we got to talk about this video. Did did you watch it or just listen to it?
1: No, no. I I was watching and listening, and uh, the audio went to the listeners, all all six of them.
2: Oh, okay. So it, it's really helpful to see it because it's funny to watch. One, he's tied to a microphone stand, so I, I get it a little bit. But Jesus Christ, Eric, you you're gotta stiff, get, buddy,
1: dude. Like, put put your hips into it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: if you're, <laughs> if it's if gonna, a rock gonna rock and Roman. roll. Roman. Like, <laughs> if you're gonna be rock and roll, you gotta fucking
1: own that shit.
2: I mean, Jesus Christ. He's stiffer than your wiener when you found a rubber cock sword in your backpack,
1: dude. Nothing stiffer than that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My God, uh, but I, I'll give him credit. His pipes sounded nice. No, but... and
1: and I did like I did like some of his um some of his like you know to hit some hit some of the notes some of those halves that he was doing where he was just like yeah, to, uh, yeah. pull up a bit and I was uh, yeah that was, dude the man's got talent.
2: Yeah, and he plays he's got a nice high G going on there. Hey, hey, uh
1: you know you know who he was immediately better than is a goddamn McCain Piper. Either of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he should have played that tune at McCain's funeral. That would hey! be great.
0: <laughs> hey, the kids can't come inside!
2: Let <laughs> <laughs> the bodies hit the floor would have been perfect for McCain's funeral.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh. Put your hands it- up for John McCain. Put your hands up for John McCain. <laughs> Uh We're going to hell. We're going to hell when we die. I just I that's just right. finished listening to that, by the way. And, uh, that's right.
2: I've I, always wanted to meet John McCain, anyway.
1: <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to bring up. I just I just <laughs> listened to the Marvel ending of that episode.
2: Oh yeah, that's great. Because I hadn't
1: heard it yet, and I was like, oh my god. Also, that Cahill's corner—it just sounded a little weird. I'm not sure. I'm not sure not about sure. that one.
2: Cahill might have had a cold that day. I'm not mm. sure. He didn't sound quite like himself.
1: He sounded about he sounded about a foot and a half taller. <laughs>
2: And about six inches longer. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and, oh, like, maybe, and,
1: three. and yeah, maybe like three, three longer and like a half wider.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good one.
1: And ribbed. <clears throat> so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
1: so, um, Fusco, on this delightful uh, Saturday grab bag episode, I uh, final thoughts.
2: Um. You know, it's a tough call, you know, depending on if you're in a leadership position of a band or just a player, you see it from different sides. You know, the uh, poaching versus I get to go on an adventure kind of thing. But generally speaking, I support people going out and enjoying themselves and joining a band that gets gives them the opportunity to meet people and see how it's done somewhere else, and especially if you get the opportunity to go play in the UK with a band over there or something like that. Um, you know, of course, do it legally by the rules, or don't. I don't give a fuck. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> I would say
1: this is a chain-ran <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we are, wait a minute, are, who am I? <laughs> we are not known for giving a fuck about the rules.
2: Yeah, associations can go fuck themselves. But, you know... Uh, it's, it was, it's a great opportunity. I've done it a few times, uh, played with a few different bands over the years, and I've learned a lot because of it, and I always brought it back to my home band because ultimately where you live is you know important to make something happen as well. But I highly recommend it. I think it's a great idea to, to give, take those opportunities when you can. It's the
0: whole world gone crazy! Am I the only one around here who gives a shit about the rules?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I guess um, when it comes to when it comes to the topic of uh, traveling, you know, Lord, I was born a traveling man, and I think that... Uh,
2: it, I think that it. was about ch- banging chicks, wasn't it, that song? Uh,
1: well, I mean, if you get the opportunity to travel to play pipes and bang chicks, why not do both?
2: Uh, that's a good point. Sorry. I don't
1: know what I was thinking. Uh, speaking of cheeseburgers... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: a little a sleepy little Andy Fusco on the couch, cuddling in his uh, cuddle in his McDonald's. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think that I think that don't get me wrong. For me, it's it's equal parts music and sesh, and it's got to be you know it's a band, so it's got to be a good fit for like the person. Yeah, I mean, I think that when we when we went over to play uh, in Northern Ireland, they thought they had an idea of what a shit show we were. And they had no idea, and bit off way more than they could chew. <laughs> when it, When it comes to the Josh and Andy show,
2: yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I would assume knowing they, them knowing Adele as they know her, and she's pretty wild. But they brought over two more Adels to go fucking nuts. You know, I don't yeah, no, know they didn't mm, see that coming.
1: Just complete, <laughs> complete agents of chaos. Yeah, but yeah. Um, no, I think I think it's I think it's something that shouldn't necessarily be as. Uh, as chastised as it is like don't don't shit on players that go play with other bands like they're they're doing it they're doing it for the sesh they're doing it for the opportunity to learn more to play different music and i think that that's important you know like you fucking what what's the worst thing that happens like it's not like they're going to fucking move there permanently we tried to get Fusca to move to northern ireland permanently it didn't happen
2: yeah apparently my super sperm could not knock anybody up in time to get me the uh, citizenship so
1: Well, the problem was you kept going for the butt.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't know what it is about Irish girls that like the butt. I'm not... I don't know what it is. It's like Irish girls and Mormons. I don't know what it is.
1: (laughs) And on that note, um, we're going to leave you all. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Channery Podcast. And um, Fusco, play us out. This is gonna be very fun because I have to uh, call. Oh no, he says he's back up. Oh wait, wait, wait! There he is. Checking, checking, testing, testing. He's very quiet, and I can hear myself.
2: Checking, checking, test, test, test,
1: test. Keep talking.
2: Checking, checking, testing. I am still here. I now. Now microphone. we're back in. Microphone is back on.
1: What uh, what what happened there, my friend?
2: I have no idea, but I restarted the router again. All right. Uh, I think what happened was 17 people got on the wireless at the same time all of a sudden. Like, I just told everybody <laughs> to get off the wireless. <laughs> uh, and then I restarted. Cause my speed went to shit.
1: Wait, there's 17 people there right now?
2: Well, no. There's four people. My sister's here and my parents are all on their phones at the same time all using the Wi-Fi. And they just all started posting pictures and shit. And, like all of a sudden,
1: I see... It. I'm just imagining Andy Fusco walking out to his family. Mom, I'm trying to do my show! <laughs> Stop putting like, pictures up on
2: Facebook! I'm coming out of the basement like...
1: Uh, <laughs> Mom, oh, the internet!
2: I'm like Cartman, like...
1: Mom! <laughs> yeah, ma'am. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Well, I, I went ahead and... Um, oh, I'm hearing myself. I'm hearing myself yeah i I went ahead and uh threw down a couple ads in the meantime
2: okay cool so those will be on played them or you recorded them
1: no i recorded a couple with some background music all right perfect all right are we are we ready are we ready to get back into this i think so (laughs) are you done i don't know sounds sounds like it sounds like cahill clicking on porn over there